And now, and now, and now, item, 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 item with Tommy Lee. Item with Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Item. I'm Tommy Lee, and this is the Item Podcast. It's usually a uh, launch board, record button, whatever, for uh, whatever's going on in my head at any given time. Today, of course, like much of the country, I'm preparing for the deep freeze here in the upper Midwest in uh, my little corner of northern Indiana. And because of that, we devoted much of our programming this morning on the uh, Michigan's Morning News Show on 95.3 MNC to ways to prepare yourself for what's going on with the cold weather. And I thought it bore repeating here on the Item Podcast, even though it was split up into several podcasts on the official MNC channel. I kind of crammed everything together to create, and Frankenstein for you, the deep freeze, item 131. Here's the deal. Mark spoke this morning with Chief Scott Ruskowski from the South Bend Police Department about what you need to do about the roads and when to stay off them and when you might possibly be ticketed for being on them. Our friend Jen from South Bend Animal Care and Control regarding, uh, well, bringing the pets indoors because otherwise you might end up saying goodbye to them one way or the other. We spoke with Captain Gerard Ellis. We spoke with a uh, local doctor, and we spoke with the Department of Public Works. We are doing everything we can to try and make sure that you're prepared for the cold weather. And this, of course, is um, true a lot, a lot of it at least true, for just about any community that you might be living in. So I thought I would repeat all the information here on the Item Podcast and uh, put it up as a pod, because quite honestly, the one I was planning on doing over the weekend got sidetracked for a family reason that I will probably discuss in item 132 we will see but anyway here is item 131 720 on the news line now is my friend the police chief for the city of south bend chief scott raskowski chief good morning a tough couple days ahead how are you Good morning. Yeah, you're better than the snooze button, man. Your voice, it's it's good to hear in the morning. <laughs> well, it's good to hear you, too. You've got a, a couple of long days ahead. Let's start with the Travel Watch, Chief. Travel Watch, in effect, for St. Joseph County. What exactly does that mean? Yeah, so we're going to keep an eye on things. That's what it means. I mean, literally, the watch component. But if you do not have to be on the road, something that necessitates you being out there, don't be out there. And a lot of people don't realize that, you know, if you end up in a ditch, we have to deploy our resources and getting officers up there to make sure that you're not hurt. And then the exposure that the officers and the person in the ditch uh, have to succumb to, you know, within five or 10 minutes, you're talking frostbite could set in. So as you know, trying to get somebody out of the car and do all the stuff that goes along with it, calling tow trucks, et cetera, uh, that takes quite a bit of time. And now you're exposing not only the person in the ditch, but now the officer or the first responders to it. So I can tell you right now, if somebody ends up in the ditch, we'll get out there, We'll check, make sure they're okay, and we'll get them where they need to go. But that car is going to sit there until the maybe the spring thaw. Yeah, well, because and also keep in mind, as you mentioned, Chief, that uh, you know the roads are so bad. You know what put you in the ditch? Your officers and first responders are going to be experiencing the same road conditions, so they can't get to you in a hurry, or they'll be in a ditch. Yeah, if you remember, Mark, back in 2014, we had something really similar to to what's coming now. Uh, you know, within the next couple of days, and we had the same thing, and we were up on the bypass. We had three squad cars that were damaged, one that was totaled, and we had to call the fire department out, and one of their engine companies uh, was smashed into. Thank goodness they were there because we had lost uh, several officers and probably firefighters, too, uh, on that bypass. It was just blinding out there, and that just gets so bad 
on the bypass, the toll road, Cleveland Road, Bendix, uh, anything there's that, that big gap out by the airport, you, you just can't see. And, and to guess with a 4,000-pound car is not the right decision. Chatting with South Bend Police Chief Scott Roskowski this morning. Chief, at what point, and I know that we're not there, but uh, at what point or is there a point where you can be ticketed? Uh, I mean, if it gets so bad out there and they up the uh, the watches to warnings and, and state of emergencies, is there a point uh, that you could be ticketed for being on the roads? Yeah, that will. If, if the mayor or commissioners or EMA declares a state of emergency, Yes, then uh, people are out and about for non-emergency things. Yes, they, they can be ticketed. Uh, highly unlikely that you're going to get a, a police officer to get out of the car and subject him or herself to frostbite uh, for however long it takes to write that ticket. But uh, that has happened before. It happened in 2014. We do not want to do that. Um, I mean, we really have to look out for our first responders. We're still going to do our job. We're going to be working 24-7, 365 like we always do. Uh, I will tell you that a lot of our uh, non-essential personnel, I hate using that term, uh, but they won't be in for the next couple of days. Every uh, police officer will be in, uh, again, 24-7, 365. Some items that uh, it's good to have in your emergency car kit, Chief. Well, first and foremost, something to keep warm with and, and keep it within reach. Uh, don't have it way in the back where you got to climb over stuff to try to get it and figure it out. Have it readily available. Uh, blankets, gloves, extra hat, um, something simple what, what people wouldn't even think of, uh, wa- uh, water. Uh, keep it somewhere where it's going to be warm. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like warm water, but it serves a purpose, definitely. Uh, and make sure your cell phone is charged. That's probably the most important so you can call for, for help if you need it. And, we'll, again, we'll get you the help. Uh, the same thing when you see, we'll see people walking. Uh, we'll get them where they need to go. Now, please, if your furnace goes out, don't call the police. Um, <laughs> however, if it is an emergency, we will come and we will help you find a way to a family or friend's house or something like that. And we're really worried about, you know, if we have a blackout or brownout where a large population of our city is affected, uh, we do have measures in place uh, just in case. Hope, hopefully that does not happen. Um, but those things uh, tend to happen when we have the high winds and the and the snow and a lot of people using power. And just be aware of space heaters and all that stuff that, that you've heard about. So heed the warnings because if you don't, something bad is going to happen. That's a guarantee. Yeah, and we just we, you know we're not we're not overhyping this. We just we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, wind chills could be near fifty below. We're talking about the coldest you know the coldest uh, air temperature and wind chill on record in the history of the city. So we just have to be prepared. Yeah, and and think about people may not realize that, okay, so we can do this because they do it in Minnesota and all that kind of stuff where it's almost double what we are right now, uh, uh, below temperatures. But if your battery is just a smidgen low uh, at this point in time, you can guarantee it's not going to start within the next couple days. It's not going to happen. So um, Transpo, I think, will be doing a a free buses, weather permitting, and as long as it's safe for them to do so, obviously our street crews and stuff are going to be out trying to keep the snow off the streets and stuff. But uh, forget about the... Um, the, the stuff that they put on the roads, that's not going to happen. All it's going to do is melt it for a, for a little bit, and then it's going to turn to ice again. It's going to be even thicker than it was. You may need uh, fishing gear, uh, ice fishing gear to get out there and handle your business. <laughs> South Bend Police Chief Scott Roskowski this morning. Chief, thank you for all that you guys do. We know you, we, we love you. You guys be safe and careful uh, the next uh, couple of days. I know it's all hands on deck with the South Bend Police Department, and we appreciate you, man. Please be careful. Thanks. All right. Thanks, buddy. South Bend Police Chief Scott Roskowski, 726. 11 now, the wind chill 5 below. This part of the program being powered by RB Car Company. The hour where you ought to be hassle free with fast and friendly service. RB Car Company in South Bend. 
or at rbcarcompany.com. Chief Stefaniak from the Mishawaka PD just uh, texted and said, can I call in and talk about the importance of moving to Florida? <laughs> I think that might be the best advice yet. I'm just saying. Uh, the news light now is Jen from South Bend Animal Care and Control. Obviously dangerously cold for uh, for us, but for your pets, too. Now, Jen, this morning before I left for work, I let the boys out, and I said, listen, boys, right in, right out, right in, right out. And, of course, they're shelter dogs I got from you, so they understood me. But uh, it is dangerously cold for animals out there. Good morning. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Peanut was burrowed into my world this morning, and she was not wanting to go outside either. She's like, nope, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. Murphy looked at me, and he's like, dude, you know how cold it is, right? And and I go, yeah, I know, dude. Just right out, right in. But, uh, yeah. man, first of all, do not leave any animals out for any uh, length of time. No, um, just enough time for them to go outside, go pod, let them right back in. Uh, anyone that calls us and lets us know that their neighbor has and is keeping their animal outside in these cold temperatures, without a second uh, thought, we will seize and impound your animal uh, for their safekeeping because temperatures like this, um, your animal will die. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're talking about the frostbite sets in on humans uh, in any exposed areas in less than five minutes. I mean, it's the same for dogs, and, and especially if they're small dogs. Oh, absolutely. Small dogs, young dogs, um, and old dogs are much more susceptible to cold and frostbite. You know, a lot of people argue, oh, well, they have a coat, you know, they have a fur fur coat, and um, that's the equivalent of a human wearing, you know, a parka. It's the same thing. It's just way too cold. It doesn't matter what doghouse you have, how much straw you have packed into it. Um, it's too cold. They have to be brought into a temperature-controlled facility. So if you have a heated garage and the heat is on, you're good to go. If not, they need to be brought inside your house. Right, chatting with Jen from South Bend Animal Care and Control. Snow uh, gets between their uh, on their paws or their little toes. I mean, essentially, they're barefoot out in the uh, on the snow and the ice, right? Yeah, there there is no. Um, there's no fur on their paws, and actually the pads on their paws is how they release their heat um, from their bodies. So that's where their heat escapes um, and when they're panting. So uh, that is the first. I mean, I have a dog in my shelter right now that had frostbite. We, we pulled last week, and the, the temperatures weren't nearly as cold as they're about to be today and tomorrow, um, and half of that dog's ears missing due to frostbite. So... It's no joke. Um, Animals need to be brought inside. Just because they're animals doesn't mean that they should be left outside to suffer. And again, it's okay to let them out, but stay with them, bring them right back in. And as you mentioned, if you get a tip that there is a dog outside suffering, you will go get that dog. Yes, we will. Please call us, 235-9303. I know that they announced that the city is shutting down for... um, starting at noon we do have an officer that is going to be responding to emergency calls these cold temperatures will constitute an emergency um and i've actually let the officers know if they need help fielding calls i will also be out um just to ensure that we don't have any animals die from uh, neglect of their humans leaving them out in this uh, frigid temperatures. If you need an extra hand, you call me because uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm right on board. I mean, it's so unbelievable. I mean, I looked at the dogs today and I thought, I know, boys, I know. Just go and come right back in. And they did. You know it's cold when Murphy doesn't play in the snow. He just came <laughs> right back in because that dude's a knucklehead and he just likes playing in the snow. So, all right, again, give us the number to call if you have a question or uh, need to uh, report an animal being left outside 
311 is the quickest way um, after hours, so after 5 o'clock, 235-9303. Leave a message on the emergency line. Um, you won't be able to talk to a live person, but the on-call officer will call you back. So 311 during the day or 235-9303 after hours, and leave a message on that emergency line. Jen, Seltman, Animal Care and Control. Hey, my friend, thank you for your time this morning. Thank you for all that you're doing, and uh, good luck, and let's keep those uh, fur babies safe. Absolutely. Thanks. Thank you, my friend. Jen, self and Animal Care and Control. 751 on Newsline Now is Captain Gerard Ellis from the South Bend Fire Department. We talked about to keeping you safe on the roads, talked about to keeping your pets safe. Now let's keep you safe with uh, making sure you've got uh, the proper amount of heat and in the proper way. By the way, uh, Captain, good morning. You were on the toll road this morning. It's a mess, right? Uh, yes, it was, Mark. And, uh, yeah, good morning, by the way. Uh, very slick on air, slow moving. Um, definitely take your time today all right let's talk about uh, about staying safe staying warm uh it doesn't matter how cold it is alternative heating uh uh you know things are not smart correct yes uh not good uh, for the house or the family um uh, usually times like this when it does get colder people look to alternative heating and whether they're using their stove the burners on a stove or they're opening the oven door trying to heat the home uh, we understand people are going to do what they what they have to do but that is definitely not recommended um, definitely uh, try to have a lot of blankets around and stuff like that but um, if for some reason you're losing heat definitely give it to your uh, landlord or homeowner or qualified uh, uh, furnace technician to come out and take a look at your heating device. Talk about uh, fireplace safety, Captain. Uh, yeah, that's another, uh, hopefully, you know, have that cleaned or inspected, depending on how much you use it every year. Um, but that's a good good means of uh, heating a home and stuff like that. Um, be careful going outside, grabbing all that all that wood and put it in there, but uh, try to use a hard uh, hardwood, um, you know, your oaks and things like that. Your maples are soft. Uh, they build, Over time, they'll build up that creosote inside the lining, which can cause a possible fire uh, down the road. Getting with the Captain George Ellis, the South Bend Fire Department. How about space heaters, Captain? Some tips on that? Well, we always uh, say, you know, space heaters need space. Uh, we want to plug them directly into wall, never use an extension cord. Um, Buy one if it has a tip-over shut-off device. So, uh, and then, uh, and see if they're, you know, inspected by like underwriters or a a laboratory or uh, something like that. And then maybe if they, even if they reach a certain temperature, they'll shut off automatically. Um, You want to keep your kids away from them. Uh, And then, you know, keep your furniture and blankets, anything that may be flammable, you know, you want to keep that away from the space heater. But definitely plug it directly into wall if you're going to use one. Uh, And then shut it off when when it's not needed. Let's talk about uh, fire hydrant safety. We had quite a bit of snow, uh, more snow on the way. Uh, Obviously, we have to uh, keep your fire hydrants uh, clean uh, and clear because, uh, God forbid, we need you. You need to get to the fire hydrant. Yeah, and that's another thing. Uh, you know, even we always ask residents to help us uh, clear the hydrants if uh, the snow starts piling up. Uh, but even as a business owner, if you have a hydrant close to your business, uh, depending on how your parking lot may be plowed and where they push all that snow, uh, even for businesses or residential areas, take a look at that hydrant and shovel it out if you can. Or if you even call the fire department and say, hey, you know, maybe if you're an older adult and you can't get out there and you're just concerned about it, uh, give us a call. Because our crews usually 
run through their neighborhoods and take a look to see if any of them are blocked. Um, but yeah, that's definitely, uh, and the cold, the cold, that definitely uh, causes issues for our crews. Uh, but we have a couple techniques where we can kind of run warm water through the hydrant uh, if it seems to be locked up or frozen, and sometimes that helps. Also, shoveling. Uh, people are out shoveling. Uh, what are some of the warning signs that you're having a medical issue? And obviously, the cold will affect that as well. Yes, if you're going to go outside and work in this weather, uh, pace yourself. Uh, do a little bit. Uh, obviously, dress warm, uh, but don't overexert yourself. Um, definitely, if you're you know having any signs or anything like that, definitely call 911. But shoveling uh, with this wind blowing, uh, you definitely want to pace yourself and not stay out in the cold too long. Again, if you have any emergency, call 911. If you have a, a question for the fire department, what's the best way to get a hold of you guys? Uh, you can call 311 in the city. Uh, if you do have a direct question, you can call the fire department at 235-9255. Um, one other thing I'd like to add with that shoveling, if you can, uh, even for the police or firefighters, if you can help shovel your walks or at least a path to your door. Uh, if we do respond to emergency, having that pathway clear saves us a few minutes on a call. So uh, every minute counts. Right. Captain Jardellis, South Bend Fire Department, thank you for uh, your help. Thank you for all that you guys do. Uh, we appreciate you, and uh, please tell the uh, first responders to uh, please be careful out there because, I mean, they're, they're risking their lives when they're out trying to save lives. So please, uh, and they do that year-round, but especially in weather like this. So thank you very much. We appreciate you. Thanks, Mark. All right, Captain Jardellis. <laughs> On the news line now, Dr. Mike Yergler from South Bend Orthopedics. Doc, my friend, good morning. Happy Tuesday. How are you? Good. How are you doing this morning? Doing just fine. Let's talk about uh, the this brutal weather that uh, we're having and, and we're about to have. Uh, let's talk, first of all, about uh, frostbite and how any exposed skin in a matter of minutes will get frostbite. Yeah, because you look at the air temperature, but then you add the winds that we're seeing right now. When you're getting down negative 20, negative 30, I've even heard in the next couple days close to negative 50 in terms of wind chill. I'm 49 years old, and I have never been in weather that's under 30 degrees in terms of a wind chill. So it's, it's only minutes. Any exposed skin, tips of the nose, tips of the ears, fingers, toes, yeah, it's not going to take any more than just a few minutes to start seeing some damage there. Hey, Dr. Mike, if uh, somebody does get to frostbite, I mean, you know, the, your first reaction is going to put hot water on that, but that's not the thing to do, right? No, you need to warm this up slowly. And, you know, there's obviously different degrees of frostbite. There's, you know, very mild skin frostbite up to the point where you have much deeper and more significant tissue damage. You want to warm it up slowly. You want either wet, warm Rags are actually the best thing instead of just soaking it, say, in warm water, but never use hot water. That'll damage the tissue too much. And never reheat, say, a finger or an extremity if you can't keep it warm. Because the worst thing to do, say, if you have a campfire or something, you can warm it up for a little bit and then it freezes again. That makes the damage even much worse. So don't warm it up unless you can maintain it. Getting with Dr. Mike Yergler, South Bend Orthopedics this morning. Doc, let's talk about slips and falls. Obviously, being at South Bend Orthopedics, this is your specialty. But, uh, I mean, although it's job security for you, it is not safe out there. No, it's not safe. And ice is obviously worse than snow, like last week. Uh, it was unbelievable how many slip and falls we had just in that one evening when when we had those icy conditions. But, yeah, you mix the ice, then you mix in the snow, then now you've got the wind and the air temperatures. It's dangerous. and not dangerous just to say to fall and injure a hip or an ankle. If there's nobody around and you're out by your mailbox and nobody's outside because there's a weather advisory, 
you could be there a long time. Now we worry about frostbite, we worry about hypothermia and worse. So what we tell people is always have like a buddy system. You know, if you're going out to even get the mail, if you're going to try to shovel, make sure somebody knows you're out there. And make sure somebody knows that, hey, check on me every five or ten minutes or go in pairs. I mean, all the kids have a little three-day vacation right now. Bundle one of the little guys up and make sure they know you're out there, but just obviously cover all the tissue. But I'm seeing the next couple of days, uh, if it's 40, 50 below, I'm, I've never felt that, and I'm not really looking forward to it, so I'm probably going to stay inside. Yeah, absolutely. And if uh, if you hurt yourself, obviously uh, seek medical uh, medical care because uh, even though you think it might it might not be anything, get that thing checked out. Oh, absolutely. And make sure just somebody knows, even if you fall down, say you fall in your garage tomorrow night, you know, you're just going out to get something out of the garage and you hurt your ankle or, or hurt a hip or something and you can't get to a phone, your garage is going to be cold enough where you get into that frostbite that, you know, and hypothermia and worse. So, yeah, it doesn't even have to be outside. It could be in a garage. Bad things can happen when it's this cold. Yeah, Dr. Mike, you're going to in orthopedics. My friend, you're the best. Thank you for your time, Doc. You be careful out there. Uh, love to you and Amy and the kids. We'll talk to you soon. I appreciate you, okay? Yep, everybody be safe. Have a good one. Dr. Mike, you're going my buddy, South Bend Orthopedics. I'm on the news line now. It's Ryan Palanchar. He's the service coordinator for the Department of Public Works and Utilities for the city of Elkhart. Ryan, good morning. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here this morning, my friend. Good morning, and thank you. Let's uh, talk about to keeping your house safe, especially the uh, you know preventing frozen water lines. Now, could water pipes burst, whether they're plastic or copper? That is correct. Uh, and so, uh, what are some uh, some tips to, uh, to to keeping your your pipe safe and your your home safe? And you know, when it gets to be you know fifty below wind chill. Yes. Yeah, so basically, what you want to do is you want to open all of your cupboards. You want to anywhere that there's water lines that are running. You want to get some some heat, some source of heat there, like a, a little space heater. Um, those are usually rather inexpensive. You can purchase those at Menards. Um, just put those. Underneath uh, the crawl space or wherever your meter may be, um, just try to stop any breeze that flows in through any you know cracks in the wall, broken window, maybe in the basement of some sort. Just 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 get some heat down there so you can keep those lines from freezing solid. Now, Ryan, are we talking about just uh, the outside walls? You know, in our in our kitchen, our our kitchen obviously faces the outside. We do have a screened-in porch, so there's some protection there. But are we talking about just pipes facing the outside of the house, or or all pipes in general? All all pipes in general, just because your thermostat says 7 degrees in the middle of your home doesn't mean the pipes on the outer perimeter are at 70 degrees. There's a great difference between the middle of your home and the walls on the outside. you got to remember that uh, that cold is reflected through the concrete and through your block. So getting some sort of heat around any of those pipes will definitely help you from getting frozen lines. Getting with Ryan Planchar, service coordinator for the Department of Public Works and Utilities for the City of Elkhart. Let's talk about, uh, you always hear about letting water drip and, and have a, a, a slight trickle uh, coming from your faucet uh, throughout the, the night and throughout this cold snap. Is that still a good tip? 
Yes, so you're going to want more than a drip at temperatures like this. I recommend at least a pencil size stream at all times. Um, as it drops even more, you may want to increase it. And the little bit of money it's going to cost you um, extra on your water bill is certainly going to outweigh not having water for you know, a couple of days or a couple of weeks while your lines are, you know, frozen solid. Ryan, are we talking uh, warm water, and should we do it in more than one faucet, or if you do it uh, in just one faucet, is that enough? Um, I recommend at least two, um, maybe an upstairs and a downstairs. Um, cold water is what you want to keep open. Uh, that's your main source that's coming in. And uh, if you do have a problem with your pipes, uh, look for uh, leaks around the important uh, important spots like your electrical box, correct? Exactly. You don't want water spraying on that. That is a uh, fire hazard. If somebody has any questions for uh, the, the Department of Public Works, is there a number that we can get a hold of you or a website where we can go for more tips? Yes, sir, there is. It's 574 574- Two six four four two seven three. That is the billing office. They'll be ha- more than happy to answer any questions. Ryan Palanchar, the uh, service coordinator for the Department of Public Works and Utilities of the City of Elkhart. My friend, thank you for your time this morning. Thank you for your help. I know you're in for a couple busy days. Bundle up and keep everybody safe, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank Have you. a good day. Yeah, you too. We appreciate it. This has been the Item Podcast. It is part of the Federated Media family of podcasts, and it comes out pretty much whenever, wherever you just found it. No real regular schedule, in case you hadn't noticed, or regular format, for that matter. Um, My thanks to Mark McGill for uh, conducting all of the interviews that you heard on the Item Podcast today. And uh, remember that you can hear he and I uh, weekday mornings from 5 to 9 here on uh, Michiana's Morning News on 95.3 MNC, the studio from which I usually put these together. Stay warm, for God's sake. This has been Item with Tommy Lee. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.